0: Hey everybody, hey baby, are you ready? Oh, oh, oh. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Get Tucked Podcast. I am your host, Tuck. How you doing, folks? I went to Australia. Yes, it's true. I finally got to go. And it was amazing. We did indeed pet koalas and kangaroos. It was fucking great. I finally got to meet the Gloom in the Corner in person. They were terrible. Hated them. We got to see the Void of Vision guys again, which was also great. And I got to make some new friends like Hulis uh, and Jaden from Stepson. Shout out to my boys. Love y'all. You were great. Most importantly, we watched Alpha Wolf. Play monster mega size shows and be the incredible band that they are. Um, I'm so thankful for the opportunity to get to come and support them. They've been so kind to us since day one when we met on that lovely European tour that everyone lost a little bit of their mind on but it was still very fun. Um, man, what a special trip though. Dan and myself, like we've wanted to go our whole career. This was a total bucket list one for us and to get to go and support such great shows like seeing not only your friends headline big shows but you're just playing big shows in general which is helpful um it just it was magical we felt really special so thanks again to alpha wolf for inviting us over and uh shout out to great american ghost and pale dusk for being such fun guys to be around the whole package was awesome Hardworking, kind uh people despite The travel for the shows was pretty intense. I mean, we, on average, that first week, we were getting four hours of sleep, um, if that, and it was hectic, but we did it, and it was super fun. So, thanks again. If you got to come see the shows, fuck yeah. If you didn't, sucks for you, but you probably don't live in Australia, so how would you? Um, Okay, more fit-related things. What do you think of Reaper? Is the ending a breakdown? Let me know what you think. Personally, I think it's fucking great. So... I don't really care what your opinion is, but I do. I do. We always do. I'm just kidding, guys. You know we do. Um, all right. This week on the show, we have my guest, Mike Sugars. Yes, that's his real last name. It's beautiful, isn't it? Great. I'm addicted to sugar. Mike is the front person of the band Vatican. And um, Vatican, over the last few years, have been um, one of the more exciting bands to watch out of this like group of... Kind of chaotic metalcore bands, if you will. Um, They're definitely one that stands out for the from the pack for me. Um, And now seeing, you know, not only how well constructed the songs are, and they always had like interesting elements to it. And you know, I like the digital aspect that they bring to their music. Um, It's cool to see Mike continue to expand, and now hearing him sing on the record as well was really fucking cool. Um, Definitely had me really like pulled in and stoked and um the the album itself is fantastic it's out now it's called ultra and super filled with riffs and mega breakdowns on top of like really really cool unique interesting chaotic riffage um one of the more technical bands in the scope of metalcore and um you know they if you've liked the chamber and orthodox, you know, type bands that are out right now. I think that you'll really like this, but also I think if you like a band like Fit for a King and you haven't necessarily found a band to connect with from this more chaotic sense, I think that this could be that band for you. This would be one where there is some formula to the songs at times and there is, you know, structure and choruses and shit like that but there's some really really exciting fun interesting riffs going on here so either way whatever side of the fence you're on go give it a shot ultra by vatican it's out now but for right now let's listen to this fucking conversation between me and mike sugars of vatican Mr. Sugar, hello, hello, Hi. hello. Thanks for joining me here today. Are you ready to get tucked to their guy?
2: I've been waiting to get tucked for years.
0: Well, you know, I'm I'm pretty stoked. It's crazy because I actually it's weird to think of that because now the show has been a thing for about two years now. Um, but, dude, yeah, thanks for joining me. Um, I've been I've had this like kind of theme not theme it's funny i i hit up nico um recently where i was oh, yeah. like hey like when you get home from tour like i'd love to have you on the show because there's so many interesting um transitions uh lineup changes that have happened through the darker times and uh i feel like it's <laughs> fun to get all these intros um for everybody so dude thanks very excited um I've spent the whole day listening to Church Tongue and to Vatican. And uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, So are you in Missouri? Are you like a St. Louis guy? Or what's your deal?
2: So yeah, I moved to Missouri in July of last year. Which really, so we were in the studio when that was happening. So it's more like my wife moved us to Missouri. And then I showed up and was just like damn this is a pretty nice place right yeah (laughs) um but yeah so so we're in missouri now um i I mean i've lived in like every not every but a lot of major midwestern cities because i'm from indianapolis which is where nico and i you know Mm -hmm. we grew up we were playing together for so long and then at a certain point probably like six years ago i moved to columbus ohio I oh, was living okay. there. Um, one of uh, Church Chung's other guitar players, he also moved to Ohio. My manager is Ohio. from there, um, Corey Hady. Oh, I know Corey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know Corey. Um, He's great. Shout out, Corey. Uh, Shout out, Corey. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like we were in Columbus for like six years. And then a little bit before I got married, uh, my wife, she got like a really dope job in the in St. Louis, and uh, it's like a huge opportunity for her because during the dark times, uh, she had gotten laid off. And of oh, course, no. like there's you know the band members I around did, the world, uh, by the way. Switching. know of
0: your your wife because I, I had interacted with her, and um, she was kind enough to join Feature Decks pretty early on. Um, after oh, I yeah, had yeah. wrote her about it, and um, hell of a singer, and, dude.
2: Um, she's yeah. She is insane, off the goop. Yeah. She is insane. And she, I learned from her all the time because yeah. she's just so insane. Well, um,
0: congratulations to her on the job. And uh, man, is that her on the cover
2: of the new, uh, at least the artwork for ultra gold or it's not, uh, that is like a fully, that's like a whole like 3d artist thing. It was this person that we found. I think she's from Argentina. If I remember correctly, off the top of my oh, head. Okay. Uh, Nolan's the one who worked on the artwork the most. Uh, cool. but she I wasn't sure if she's in the video if you guys just like rolled
0: with it Because i I'm she'sn't the one in the video, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. I was like, all right, I'm at least getting that. Um, but very cool. It kind of all fits together in a, a really unique way where you wouldn't necessarily expect it, being able to be capable of doing that. Um, yeah. But I uh,
2: I love that music video. It is so cool. I appreciate that. That was a that was a long two days because you know you do like the performance day, then you do the whole, you know, the performance yep. day is whatever. You go you go, go in do do thing. You're sore as all hell the next day for no reason. We right? just did this last week. Yeah, and you're just like. Awful. Yeah, every single time cuz they're just like, yeah, headbang harder and you're like, "Dude, <laughs> I'm in my 30s." <laughs> yeah, literally. And it, yeah, we just
0: did this last week and um we shot in 3 days, we did three music videos and seven visualizer performance videos. It was 36 hours of shooting in 3 days. Oh my god. And, <laughs> It was awful. And my body after day one, yeah. Because, like, I'm already a dumb piece of shit when I play. And then if it's like, oh, I don't actually even have to try to play at all. Like, the sound is irrelevant completely. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, yes, I'm broken by the end of that. Super shitty. Everyone thinks music videos are probably the most fun part. They are the fucking worst part.
2: Dude, I say that every time. Every time, like... Cause we just finished one last night too. And, um, oh, yeah. And every time someone, so especially like we, we had some like younger people that were working, uh, like just doing like grip and gaff and, you know, stuff like that. Um, but they're like, dude, this has to be like so cool and like so fun to be like the ones like on camera. And I'm like, honestly, man, <laughs> not really.
0: You'd be fucking surprised Um, I've had some pretty awful shoots Some of them are good Where like the last one we did When we were doing pretty much all the visualizers It was like a giant green screen room With tons of fans And temperature controlled And it's like Okay dude don't move that much Great, sounds like a fucking plan. This yeah. is awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, that I can get through easy, but like the worst one we ever had was we shot a, a video for the song When Everything Means Nothing and we were in Atlanta, Georgia in the winter time. It was like 40 degrees out and it was night and we were getting blasted from a fire hose from a fire truck. To oh my god! Like this crazy water effect. Yeah, and it was freezing. Yeah. So, like at the time, I smoked cigarettes, and now I'm just a, a pothead. Two months in, whoop, no nicotine. Welcome. Quit now, people! Don't fucking die. Um, Straight up. And uh, yeah, it was the, at the time I got hit with the water, and the second I did, I was just like. Aah. <laughs> yeah. been great. oh it was the worst uh you would not expect it by looking at that video because i look so fucking cool bro yeah um, yeah every uh,
2: single time yeah.
0: it's You're- a yeah that's one of those questions i think people will always be like man it must be really awesome to be like doing that it's like well it the ending thing is very cool but making it generally sucks ass but yeah like i love watching
2: right like we all love yeah. good videos and like being like wow this is like this is art, right? Like this is, this is sick. Um, But really like when you think about how much like people have to put in, especially like all the work that goes into everything before the actual day of shoot. And like, everyone's talking about like their storyboards or the concept or like what they want the vibe for the video to be. And like all of that back and forth just with the director. I'm like, really, this is like a hundred hours plus, Project, not including okay. the shooting, and you're just like, wow. Oh yeah,
0: people don't think about that aspect, or like, you know, because I, I have, um, so I play in Fit, and then I have like a side project that I do. It's called Offroad Minivan. Right, um, you sing in that one. And, yeah, and it's like an emo band, and and like Tooth and Nail puts it out for me because they're really nice, um, and because no one really gives a shit, and uh, so they will let me do music videos. But the budget is, you know, a fraction of what Fit for a King's is, right? Sure. So every time I have to get very inventive with how I'm going to do it. And, you know, it gets you have to like conceptualize in reverse where you're like, okay, well, where could I get a space or like what kind of stuff can I use? What's at my disposal? What kind of people do I know who are good actors? Like, what can I how can I pull all of this stuff together to really still make it a beautiful video where no one would really know just because I got so many things like as a you know a a gift or like an assistance from friends or whatever um and i love doing that like i've produced the off-road ones and i enjoy doing that aspect of it because it's like a fun challenge where it's like okay i have x amount of cash and i want there's not that much and i need to make sure that the person who's making the video actually makes money off this thing so how do i spend no money how do I make a music video and spend no money other than come here, shoot the thing, edit it. That's it. Right. Uh, Who's going to let me go in there,
2: abandoned space, like yeah. and no <laughs> rent. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Like I, I think, um, you know, it's a fun challenge for young artists to put themselves to in trying to create, um, content in today's environment where things move so rapidly where, You know, this isn't the time of the 90s with a a million dollar music video budget. This is like, dude, just put some on TikTok with your phone. Nobody fucking cares, bro.
2: Seriously. Like the the bar, it's strange because like I feel like when it was MySpace era, um, it felt like the bar if you look at it in hindsight, the bar is kind of low. Like yeah. there's there are some videos that you're like, yeah, not really. All that much went into this, but something Dude, about it has like a so much that was charm. made on Audacity. Yeah, like <laughs> like it like the bar is so low and it's all and like anything you're doing or using is like the most accessible like whatever bullshit you get like whatever fucking friend you have and they're like uh fucking I'll be in the video, I guess. And like somehow like those videos come out sick and I'm and I'm like sitting there on the other end on the screen. I'm like, "Yeah, this is fucking awesome." And then Here I am now, like, trying to, like, do things that are, like, legit, and, you know, anyone that's trying to do something legit and, like, make it, like, truly good, you're just like, fuck, there is so much that goes into it. But it is really fun, and, like, when the vibes are good, especially, and, like, you get in the room and you're like, fuck, I can tell this is going to be dope, like, kind of unmatched. That's a good feeling. Oh, yeah. And it's, you know...
0: With one of the things you just said, it's funny. One of the best actors I've had that wasn't, like, had no acting training. The best actor I've ever found that had no acting training was my father. No fucking way. Um, he, I had him in the video for this song called Spiral Gaze. And it helped because him and I have, like, we were able to tap into something, you know? But, man, you turned that fucking switch. You said, all right, go. Shh scene my man would he went so hard it was amazing i was one of the greatest highlights of my musical career is like that's so cool to make that with him and it was a scene with there was multiple scenes there was scenes with him me and my mom just the three of us and really really special hey what's going on back there i don't Um, know (laughs) uh but dude i want to take it back a bit um and talk about church tongue before we get into the vatican stuff for Um, sure Just Church Tongue has been around for a minute. It was definitely an extremely well-respected band, a great band, a band that people talked about a lot. And you guys had toured for years, like quite a bit of time um, before you found yourself in this project. Um, And it's interesting that two of the members then ended up moving on to other things. Now, first I want to ask, was it you guys moving to other projects that has kind of maybe ended church tongue or is church tongue still a band or where where are we at with that Right right yeah uh
2: church tongue legally speaking is definitely a band um <laughs> legally speaking <laughs> Okay uh, uh no I, i'm laughing at myself i'm an asshole uh but um no Le- church tongue is definitely still a band we talk all the time and like we're talking about like wanting to do a new full length but what really Kind of. So this is during the dark times, and which I love that you called it that. By the way, I'll never let that go. I'm gonna say this. Yeah, forever now. I,
0: I think it's an easier way. It's like the that like those who sh- shall not be named. You know, what yeah. I mean? like I'm trying to say it's like we all know what we're talking about, but let's just not really like dig into it because I yeah. think it brings up so much personal stuff. And right. Like the last thing I want to do on the show is give a fuck or know about anyone's personal feelings about this or that or fucking shots or what I, I vibe fucking that. Don't I vibe that. Not here. We're talking about breakdowns and fun shit. If you fuck, want to talk about yeah. that, we can talk about it later. Um But the earth is flat and dinosaurs never existed, you stupid fuck. Dude, no one no <laughs> one has
2: ever seen a real live dinosaur in person. I don't Dude, know honestly. why you're telling me it looks like that. Just saying. I,
0: Dude, I don't know, man. (laughs)
2: Whatever. You know, but they're cool.
0: Jurassic Park is tight.
2: Good movie. Um, But uh, (laughs) during the dark times, um, (laughs) during, so it's during the dark times, it's about, like, October, September, October 2020, and Nico texts the Church Tongue chat, and, um, you know, Church Tongue is still getting ready to, like, put out, like, the most recent EP, and, you know, getting all of that ready, doing vinyl, all the good stuff, right? And, um, Then Nico, Texas, and he's like, Yo, I guess Cole's not in Knocked anymore. Um, and we've known all of those guys in Knocked Blues since they had like we played their second show, so we so we go back and Midwest um, thing, Midwest thing in Indianapolis, Louisville, it's like two hours away, like we just go to each other's shows kind of thing. Um, but and that was kind of the connection I made when I saw
0: the announcement where I was like, okay, that, that makes sense. That someone, yeah, that it's, ho- it's homie
2: shit for yeah. sure. And, uh, he's, so he's like, they just asked me if I wanted to try out and they, he was like, should I? And I was like, I'll literally kill you if you don't do it. Like I, I, I will murder you. I was like, this is your ticket, dude. Like, and in my eyes and most people's eyes, I feel I'm like, if anyone from this band we're gonna move on and do like something like really truly insane it'd be you he's the mastermind like he was he's like is he the songwriter
0: for church tongue
2: yeah and he's just a wizard he'll never tell you that you know like he'll never he'll never admit like how good he is and like he's so hard on himself but he is so fucking good dude like he is an insane songwriter just I writes, love the like, live
0: videos I've seen with him in the band. He fits so
2: well. And he looks so cool when he
0: plays, doesn't so cool. he? Dude. Dude, yes, it's effortless. But it makes a lot of the thing, boxes check as to why like that all worked out. But um yeah, I you know, I guess I was just curious if you guys were going to continue on with the project with you both being distracted. So he ends up
2: doing that. How did the Vatican thing come come now- up? So, yeah, he goes and does that. And the rest of us, we're just kind of like, okay, he's going to do that. That's obviously going to take the majority of his time. And and this was a tryout, quote-unquote, but
0: I'm sure you assumed, like, Nico's going to get the job. He,
2: I knew. I was like, he's going to get it. I know he can play it. And uh, I know, like, like they all, like, <laughs> excuse me, I know they all mesh really well. And um, I just knew it was going to work. And uh, I told Maddie, I was like, Wow. I think, uh, I think I just like, I think the band is like not done right, but like effectively just kind of like on the back burner. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I'm like, yeah, maybe we play like some shows every year, maybe like a small tour, like whatever. So I was like, totally resigned. I was like, I'm going to be a normie. I'm just going to go full civilian. And, um, you know, whatever. I didn't even make it two weeks before and Vatican's drummer, uh, starts messaging me back and forth and then he just kind of like pops the question uh, and like we start exchanging demos go, and then I flew down to Savannah uh, in November of 2020 and okay. did the tryout. So I was here for like a week and then um They were just like, you. You just want to do this, like you just want to be in the band. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I thought I was out. Right when you think you're out, they pull you back in, kind of thing.
1: Right when I get pulled out, yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: You know, that's really fucking cool to hear, man. I, you know, it's interesting too because when listening to all the uh, OG Vatican stuff versus uh, the church tongue stuff. Your vocal style and that guy's vocal style, um, not to be rude, I, I don't know their name, um, but John. Uh, very cool vocal technique, but he is more goblin-y, and you're like a girthy man vocal. Um, For sure. And it's interesting to think about when they were like, have you guys played with Vatican in the past? Like, Have they seen you perform? What was it that maybe uh, made them think like, yeah, we need a replacement.
2: I think Mike Sugars is the guy. Um, I know at the time, whenever they were splitting, it was like a mutual thing. And, like you know, Whittle wanted to do some <laughs> other stuff. The, and I, I mean, like, Whittle had been in the band from the start. So he'd already been in the band for like, what, five years at that point. Yeah. And I think it just kind of, you know, just happened, really. And so yeah. they were without a singer. Um, and and I mean, when he reached out to me, it was really on a whim because Church Tongue had only played with Vatican one time. It was in Louisville. <laughs> uh, it was Left Behind, Vatican, Church Tongue, Love um, Left Behind Left Behind is so dope. Um, yes. and, um, oh man, I'm forgetting the fourth and fifth bands that opened, but like, there so those three bands played and um, I had only talked to John Mackey, our bass player and Hosian, and it was super brief and, um, just like, yo, you guys are dope. They were like, yep, you're dope. Uh, like caught up a little bit and just like moved on from there. Didn't really have like a, like a friendship per se. Okay. So, uh, they re- they really went out on a limb and just reached out and they were just like, yo, like we just like fuck with what you do like and just what are you what what's your what's your thing right now like what's going on and i was like you know you caught me at uh, the perfect time literally so then yeah i called nico and i'm just like yo i just got fucking asked to join this band and we were both just like oh my god this is actually happening because me and nico we have been We've been in the same bands together since we were like 17, eight, oh, six, wow. like 17 and on. And uh, it was just kind of like that kind of like that phone call where like you've been on like this one path with someone for so long, just going through the journey, right? And um, finally just saying, like, holy shit, like we are about to both go do like our own thing. The band, you know, Church Tongue still exists. We're totally going to write, you know, another record. But we're going to go do our own thing. And it's just kind of crazy. And, like, even still, like, he and I talk just, you know, one-on-one, no group chats, no no other involvement. And we're just, like, in each other's corner. And we're just like, this is what, this is what I'm doing. Like, this is kind of crazy, whatever. And, you know, Nico's like, yeah, that is fucking crazy. I'm going on tour with Gojira. And I'm like... Okay, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> yeah, we went and saw...
0: There was uh, one of the days that they were on that tour. Uh, it They were in the same city as us, and we got to go watch Gojira play. And it was dumb as hell. But I'm it's amazing sure. to see the opportunities. Some people are, you know, wage war just opened with slipknots, like, the possibilities mm-hmm. are fucking endless, and it's very cool to see. Um, but I think that the choice that they made for, you know, when put in that position of, like... Okay, like we're a pretty, you know, hype young band. We've put out two, you know, cool records with Scott or maybe one cool record with with Scott Lee's label, like mm-hmm. things are starting to kick. How do we, you know, transition now to take the band to the next tier? I think that, you know, your voice and um your performance and the way that uh what what they decide to go with was a smart move. I think that it's very um digestible when it comes to screaming vocals I think you have very uh, you have very good diction you can understand I appreciate what you're saying that. Uh, cause it as as cool as it sounds to like sound like a fucking monster I still want to know what you're saying and same, I think a lot of the my favorite vocalists even some of the more extreme ones say like a Mitch Lucker or a Phil Bozeman I know what you're saying yeah. It's not that hard, you know, no. and um that's why, you know, I'm I'm gonna come out here and I'm gonna say it. The tunnel throat thing, I'm over it. So Poor. yeah, Will dude. owns that shit now. That is Will, right. as Will's, that is Dickie's, it's theirs. Let them have it. Yep Stop. You ain't gonna dude. do it. You're you you yep, it's done. It's
2: like the bark. It is like the bleg. Oh my God! Yeah, it's this just
0: there's always is. a thing. There's always a okay. thing, right?
2: And so, especially with like the tunnel vocal and like obviously, just like you said, like Will, he like we get it. You are you for sure undisputed heavyweight champion of that, and hundred percent well deserved. Like, well deserved. Um, but yeah, like whenever you like bring it back a little bit and you talk about Phil or Mitch or like, uh, I mean, there, there are a number of vocalists in like that realm that like you like whether you want to call it deathcore, fucking prog death, what, whatever, who cares? Um, but there are a lot of vocalists in that they're mega fucking talented and honestly just like godly that and, and you can understand what they're saying and it's so much more digestible and in a way like. For me, just my own personal taste, I think it's way more mature. Like, a lot of that, a yeah. lot of the, like, tunnel shit is, like, that's, like, really
0: funny. It's cool for a little, <laughs> and if it's a splash. Like, that's the thing that I also enjoyed about the part that Will did was it, you know, because I have spoken with him about it personally. I know it was, like, a kind of fluke momentary thing, but the cool part about it is it's a splash. It's not like the whole song he's going,
1: you know, (laughs) it's
0: like, you know, it's just that (laughs) moment and it's a really cool, unique moment, you know? So it's interesting to say, but going back to yourself, um, but hi, Will, uh, if you hear this, um, you're great, but, um, it's really, you know, nice to listen to the record. And I, I do enjoy, um, the old vocalist voice because, personally when i'm screaming i'm only really good at doing like high goblin-y stuff i'm not For really sure. good at anything else so i like them a lot um and uh i you know just to touch on it i hope this doesn't kill your mood but i'm just gonna like shout out to the king fucking
2: trevor man uh yeah yeah the best dude. to ever do the goblins um it's it's fucked yeah. up. Like, so I mean, you know, then we just yeah. re- song, like, we just released a song at midnight. And like, I like, I, I was really fucking floored by it. Like that, you know, I so many people can say this, I'm sure. But I just remember like, him being one of the vocalists, like when I was a kid trying to learn how to do any of this shit that was like one of the vocalists that I was trying to emulate. And yeah. I was like, you know, I'm like in my parents' garage They're at work. My dad has this like fucking dope, like party garage, but it has like this like surround system. So I like go in there, crank that shit. I turn on my asthma and I just like go for it, trying to learn how to scream kind of yeah. shit. <laughs> and like, so to find that shit out yesterday, I was like, Fuck. And, yeah. and like we're releasing a song and I'm like I would I wish I could just not <laughs> because like
0: well, I'm just you know, bummed. Yeah and it's hard to like be like hey I know that everyone's favorite vocalist just passed. Listen to my song. Um, it's, yeah. Like, it's I'm it's just an, an like, awkward fucked. place to be and so I, I totally understand where you're coming from. But yeah he uh, sang But it. he was good at
2: that shit. Like the, the diction and like real oh, like yeah, dude you knew best. every fucking word that he was saying and like like especially just like as a lyricist and just like the delivery, like My there was, was like so, so much was
0: one of the best
2: ever, ever. And like there is so much like fucking playful drama behind a lot of his takes as well. Like, dude, I think about like um I will return. Like, dude, there is there is especially vocally like there is like a lot of funny shit on there because it's like so dramatic, and I'm like you're just. He just sold it. He sold it so well yeah. and it's just fucking crazy, man. Yeah. But appreciate taking a second.
0: Um I think a lot of people are very much hurting uh from that. If you're listening to the show, you need someone to talk to. Get tuck the podcast at gmail.com. Send me an email. I would love to talk to you. Um But appreciate you taking a second. But let's get back to you and Church Tongue and uh, everything that happened with the transition. For sure, for sure. um, Transition. Transition. Ooh, nice cold brew. Mm hmm. Fuck yeah. That's
2: awesome. Delivery from my, right?
0: Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, I woke up to coffee this morning and it was awesome. Having a, being married is is dope. Honestly, big facts. I'm a huge fan of it. Um, my wife is hot, and I love her, and she is nice to me uh, what what else is there
2: <laughs> like
0: <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else to life uh she's smart, I guess she she's good at stuff, she is accomplished and has a good job uh you're recently married, are you not? yeah, so I got Same. Hey, mine was last June, I'm just approaching my one year
2: okay so yeah i got I got married in September, so I'm like. Just barely, barely past you. But yeah, it's fucking, I love being married. And I mean, uh, so I actually had, you were like, you know, my wife is smart and she's like super accomplished and stuff. I was talking to Isaac and Brian from knocked recently. Uh, and I, and I was like, yeah, my wife is sick, uh, smartest person I know. And, uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm like just some guy and both Brian and Isaac were like yeah uh, I am a speck in comparison (laughs) to my significant other (laughs) kind of thing it's
0: uh, that's awesome I think a lot of you know a lot of people when they they really cherish their partner feel that way Um, and you know you would only hope that you would be with someone that you adore so much that you actually worship the ground they walk on unintentionally it's not right, like, uh, you know, I just when you wake up and you do see that person, it is an overwhelming joy, and then you don't have to, you know, burden yourself with trying to get through that shit. You know, right. I think I feel bad for the people who do feel that way, and they wake up with that regret and stuff. Sucks for you. You fucking <laughs> bum, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking <I'm> loser. <laughs> You're miserable. I'm just kidding. They <laughs> that's hate so to see <laughs> it. <is> so mean. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's awesome. Congrats to us on having awesome wives and making good choices. Absolutely. Um, Feels so. <laughs> great. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, and congrats on approaching your one year. Um, that's really nice. Maybe we'll talk in five years from now. We'll be like, dude, we're divorced, man. Oh, that's just okay. a- <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no way. No, she doesn't. <laughs>
2: that ain't happening. Um, Same. But- <laughs> Same. We, we and that's- Maddie have the conversation all the time. We're like, we're never getting divorced. Like, that's like a day. Like, just like we look each other in the eyes. We're like, never getting divorced. Never getting divorced. Never getting divorced. <laughs> I always tell my
0: wife, if you ever leave me, I swear to fucking God, you think I can't find you, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Full Liam Neeson. I will find you. I will find you. Um, No, you know, the only reason why I feel comfortable saying uh, odd stuff like that is because I usually, after I put out the show, I. I, must, I, I don't really like editing the show Or like taking out Like every little blip and blop Or cough or whatever I, right, just, right. I cut that motherfucker in half Put the mid-roll mosh in there Say it sounds good I put it out And then I listen to it in the car uh, After it's posted Because it's more fun It's gotten me in trouble With your label once um, Oh no Yeah I blew the uh, Invent anime announcement uh, A while back uh, That was pretty cool uh, Yeah that'll be funny yeah, it was whatever. Scott called me. He's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing, man? I was like, oh shit. And I stopped and I pulled up.
2: I'm sure it was a FaceTime call. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. It was yeah, a FaceTime, FaceTime call. Fast. I love him. Um
0: but uh yeah, I uh yeah, it's interesting. I just don't really like like dealing with that shit. Um but for sure. So Vatican gets you to join the band. They were not signed to unified yet or was that in the works or how was that Uh, where what stage was that in
2: so offer was definitely already on the table while john was still singing for the band but then the split happened and uh they kept the offer on the table and they were basically just like okay you guys looking for a new singer we're still interested we like your band a lot um keep us in the loop. And like, it was pretty, it it was definitely a pretty tight relationship even before the official signing, because, uh, they were sending any of the people that they were trying out. I was like the eighth guy who got tried out, I think. Um, and whenever the
0: label, like nah, nah, like they weren't into shit or something. you You know, they
2: were, they were, they were honest about like some of the, uh, tryouts they were getting like there, there was one tryout. I remember, in particular and they were just it was like a thing where it was like this dude is like mad close to the band like super tight friends and they were like what if fucking what if he just sang for the band right like yeah. wouldn't that be awesome just for fellowship and turns out his like tryout was kind of bad and and he even as well was like i just don't think this is my thing and Everyone was like, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I met up with Francesca for a little bit in LA uh, whenever we were there in November. And she was like, oh, yeah, we knew it was you as soon as we got your tryout. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, like, it, 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 that was like a cool feeling for them to be like, okay, yep, that's the guy. Like, sign the band right now. Like, I joined the band and, like, we signed like the contract less than a week later. So I was like, it it was very fast moving. I was just kind of like, I was like looking at my wife. I'm I'm like pen in hand. I'm like, you swear to God, like I should do this, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot to sign up for. Um,
0: But um, what a cool fucking opportunity to find yourself in on a whim. And just felt like it landed in my
2: lap. Kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah.
0: And I mean, you know, there's, it could have been any band. Luckily, it was a really fucking good one. Um, I gotta say, also, the guitar players in your band are very fucking stupid. Dude. Um,
2: yes. I'm, I I Uh, agree. There's two versions of that that I agree to. And, And (laughs) Um, yeah, I just
0: was like, the more I listen, I'm just like, the riff is so fucking real in this
2: band. Like, I don't know. Are you guys a straight edge band? No. Um, so Tom and Mackie are straight edge, me, Nolan and Hosian. Like, I don't really drink that much. I don't, it's just not my thing. Uh, but I'm a partaker in, in smoking. So oh yeah. Lots yeah. So stuff. Um, great time. I, uh, you
0: know, as, as, you know, as Finn McKenty would say, as long as you don't make it your whole personality. Um, but Right, when the riff happens in your band, makes me want to chug a Coors Light. I gotta say, I'm just like fucking. I need a, I need a fucking maybe two of them cold, stone cold shit. What's up, Mother Tucker's? Do you want to work with your favorite artist? Looking for that epic feature so everyone will know how badass your band is? Go check out FeaturedX.com. We have an insane selection of singers, screamers, guitarists, bassists, drummers, graphic designers, whatever the hell you need. We got it, baby. Go to it. Do you want... Ryan Kirby to come and sing or scream on your song. Maybe you want Austin Archie from Lorna Shore to write the most insane drum parts going like, on your track. Well, guess what? They can. Go to FeaturedX.com right now and send them your song and maybe they'll be working on it tomorrow. This week's mid-roll mosh is not so moshy. It's actually just the best goddamn song I've heard in a long time. This week, we are featuring Okay Pixelate by Iris.exe. Iris is a new artist whom I've gotten to know a little bit through FeaturedX. Their name is Madeline And they also front a band called Mock Love. And uh, Mike and Madeline are actually married. What an insanely fucking talented couple. Um, Dumb. That's crazy. Uh, Both projects are so Fantastic. You can hear them sing together on uh, Did You Ever Notice I Was Gone. It's the last track on the Vatican Record Ultra, which is out now through Unified, which you should go and purchase, which is why we're listening to this interview in the first place. The other day, um, or pretty recently in general, Madeline, uh dropped a new track, and I just thought it was absolutely mind-blowingly good. If you like the Postal Service style stuff, this is it. This is the best thing that's come out since then, and... Um, just like i said one of my favorite songs i've heard in a really long time i'll be singing and dancing to it in my kitchen forever hope you are too i love it congrats madeline here we go let's listen to this together okay Pixel 8 by iris.exe
2: Real in your band, y'all got so that's riff. actually funny, especially that you say that because uh, Nolan he is a huge uh wrestling fan, and there are so many times that he, like, when he shows us shit he's making, he is like, I don't know, I was just thinking of like this fucking promo from this fucking guy from like 19. What I'm like, whatever, man, this is, oh, the yeah. riff is really good,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good way to approach stuff. Um, like one of my uh, guests from a few episodes back, uh, Benny from Avoid, he was saying how they turned on the intro to this video game and just looked at it while writing a song. be I mean, like, what do we think this would sound like? Mm. And then they ended up getting a song to intro the next video game. <laughs> so it's like, it's pretty cool. Like, you know, sometimes using your imagination like that can yield pretty incredible results. And I think... You know, that's what kind of gets you here in the first place, being a musician, right, is the ability to tap into the, you know, uh, unrealistic uh,
2: possibility of doing something that you thought you never would. Um, Absolutely. And like that, that's such a, that is a really fun way to look at like writing a song, like (laughs) going for an intro. But like you can do that like in like any, I feel like with any medium and try and apply it sonically. Like, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of times, even, like, lyrically or, like, I imagine this comes down to it more with guitar. Like, even Nolan says he does it. Um, like, just trying to visualize, like, the, the space and time that you think. You're like, yep, this is when this would happen kind of yes. thing. It's, I mean, like... It's like it's, trying it's
0: to um, picture a music video while you write a song where... Like, I had a buddy send me a song the other day and he was like, Hey, like, what do you think of this demo? Like, you know, what you do?" doing? I was like, Oh, well dude, actually like, I'm starting to like picture like this man, when you do that first verse I'm picturing the beginning of this music video. And here's what I'm kind of thinking about when I start spitting this stuff at him and it's just, and I was like, sorry, if that was like a lot, I don't know if that's <laughs> really what you uh, wanted, but um, that's just what was coming from my brain. And, you know, it, I think that's a fun way to approach things is just, you know go for the whole picture of it it's not only you know this song but like how would this song be digested by someone else when they hear it do they picture something what do they picture what's the setting like what are the characters like you know dude absolutely something more grandiose because i think that's you know it's helpful i think a lot you know a lot of times you write a song and it's very personal and just from your perspective like this is I and this is how I feel. And you blah, just blah, give blah, it blah. to them raw, you know, yeah. But you know, it's fun at times also to you know, you know, try to you know develop the whole world around the music and the
2: song. You know, yeah, but. and that that's straight up like the most fun shit about it. And and like you can shoot for the stars with that stuff too. It's probably going to get grounded, and you know, you're gonna you're gonna lose some parts of that as you like yeah. actually get to the final product. But if you aim high when it gets brought down a little bit it can still be up pretty high you know what i'm saying
0: absolutely um but that's super cool to hear about how everything came together with unified i think that they've made some really great decisions with young bands that they've picked up and um
2: dope roster
0: really yeah really great roster and, and um some really great success with some of the younger acts like talking you know ryan from my band manages hollow front so i hear a lot about oh, that band and their interactions um behind the scenes and that uh relationship with francesca and unified and stuff um and everything is is golden everything is great that i hear from them and it's really cool i think there are people that have the experience from working on other labels and projects that they're just like yeah we know how to run a modern label this is not the same fucking con artist bullshit from the past like absolutely can, you know treat people well and actually yield results
2: uh, while doing so absolutely it's a pretty good time and like uh, I'm, I'm sure you understand this probably to a further degree than I do but it's very non-suit like you know yeah. what I mean yeah yeah I when I was
0: younger. I uh, when I first joined Fit I worked at Merch Now and my <coughs> free time off tour to uh, make a couple bucks and they were kind enough to let me be the lazy pothead piece of shit doing right. orders in the warehouse and I was a horrendous worker uh, but I had <laughs> met Francesca at that point and uh, I have met her a few times here and had some interactions with her uh, over the years and she has always been uh, very very kind and a very smart woman uh, Yeah. Really knows what to do with a young band and has signed some incredible acts over the years. So, oh yeah, um, artist is an art form, you know what I mean, and uh, it's it's hard to not only see but capitalize and develop talent. Um, I think people forget about that a lot because there's a billion people in this world who will tell you, "Man, I really want to be." Said thing. I really want to be a singer. I really want to be mm-hmm. uh, an actor. I really, do you, though? How, <laughs> hard, how hard did you work at it? You know, I've had people say to me, man, I just really want to be a musician. Man, remember our whole childhood when I sold, like, 5 billion tickets to shows and you never sold one or played shows? Like, what are you Absolutely. talking about? You want to, like, don't, you know, we're not there's a you know some people just understand things i think a little bit differently and uh, unified has this really great team i think that is able to see young talent develop it and help you guys to grow for a label that has really only expanded to a worldwide purview like within the last few years um, yeah so very very sick yeah um, So you guys just did, like you said, you guys put out a single Last Night, which was Ultra Gold. Yep. And um, when's the release date for the album? Because we're, what, two singles in?
2: Yeah, so there's only one more single, and uh, record comes out on June 17th. Okay, sick. Um, Yeah.
0: That's very sick. Uh, Reverence is a great fucking song. Thank Um, you. Like I said, the shred is real in that one. But it's also like... You guys combine the more techier metalcore and like the panicky stuff and the serious riff with like something that's a little bit more digestible where like I think like a fan of like the ghost inside could hear your band and be like, oh, like I fuck with that song. Because just like even at the beginning where you're just like, I just want to get into it. it. You know what I mean? Where, uh, yeah, I, I don't always want everything to be some like long-winded thing. I I want the fucking one-liner with the ass beater with the like like I said like let me smash some beer cans and push my friends around and have some exactly. fun. Exactly. And like um, you got
2: you got to let the the riff ride too, like as well. Yes. Like when you when you know you've got just a good solid riff cuz like that that riff like it, it, like in particular like bam 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 like it's, just it's makes simple, you but, can. like, it, yeah. it's also just, like, you're, it's just kind of, like, right there in the pocket, um, but that song is, that song, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying, like, the whole, like, you know, someone who's, like, a fan of the Ghost Inside can get into that, and I think, like, out of, like, any song on the record, that's kind of the one where I think most of us felt, like, that way, I'm like, this is definitely, like, a good gateway song to get into just the record as a whole. Because, like, there's a lot of shit on the record that's, like, some of it's kind of flashy, like, definitely some, like, really shreddy parts, or, like, just, like, super impressive on drums or whatever, or even I do, like, some vocal gymnastics every now and then, but we were just like, this one just feels like the one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're just like, this is the one. Like, great first taste. Like, let's fucking... Because it gives you that little taste digestible. of some of the... Yeah, and it like, gives you that little taste of the mathy shit. That's like... The re- the really subtle mathy shit is, like, the shit that we like the most. I mean, you know, we love mashuga. Like, that we yeah. always go back to masuga And, like, Hosian, like, switching up, like, the beat, like, going over to the China and, like, just, like, yep. cha- changing it just a little bit. But you're still... It, it, it just doesn't change it that much. The variation is so subtle that no one is like completely thrown off and they just, I like can't count the four, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And that's important is because you want to keep the headbang going. We don't want to lose that when he goes over. And that was something August Burns red was always good at doing that. Like, do, cha, do, da, do, da, do, da, when yes. he goes from the China to the crash thing. Um, so I love when, when bands do that kind of stuff. And yeah, it was interesting because when I think back on like the announcement of you guys signing to 1126 and the, you know, um, initial um, release of the band, you know, before your time and stuff like that, you know, I I, I guess I labeled you guys as like, a, like a cool cred band, a LDB fest band where For it's sure. like we play this is hardcore and like we're a fucking cred riff
2: band. Yeah, where, like, a lot of, like, panicky, like, stuff, and, yeah. like, just uh, breakdowns, yeah. goblin vocals, like, kind of thing, and I I was a fan of the band going in, too, so I was, like, this band is dope kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and now when I hear something like Reverence, I'm, like, I could see you guys, like, open up something more, like, open up a Ghost Insider, open up a Fit Tour and it wouldn't be like that out of left field uh i think that you would make more fans than you'd expect uh by doing something like that but i guess my question from that is like where are you guys where do you where do you see yourselves as a band and what world do you tend to lean into some more um where
2: i uh i guess i'm just curious definitely like so I mean, (laughs) everyone's like, well, maybe we're like, uh," like everyone as in like other bands or whatever. It's like, yeah, we're a hardcore band. Oh, we're a metalcore band, stuff like that. And I definitely think we align ourselves like in like the metalcore, it's like slash hardcore world. But I definitely say our greatest influences and some of the like most prominent sounds on the record are more just like, fucking, like, metal in the in the realm of, like, Meshuga Gojira, uh, like, definitely Mastodon, like, I mean, going into it, like, we were listening to, like, newer Whitechapel, um, Meshuga, Mastodon, Rivers of Nile, like, lots of just really, like, truly metal shit, and, like, even in the future, uh, past this record, like, I could see us going in a, like, an even more metal direction and like really, yeah. really diving into some of that shit and like just expanding that. But um, yeah, I mean where well, I think just, you did it well with like fractured I think it was fractured God where you do the like
0: <laughs> the chorus
2: part. Oh, no, that, that one was Reverence, too. Like, oh, so, that's in Reverence, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: so this is, is the singing in the band a new
2: thing? Yes, and uh, <laughs> it, that was funny because, uh, you know, we're writing songs for the record, getting ready to go into the studio with Randy, and Tom just texts me, and he's like, just need you to answer this plainly. Can you sing? And I was like, okay, so I've never sang in anything that has come out kind of thing yeah. but i was like but i can sing and he's like here's a song have fun and uh so i worked on it me and my wife she helped me out a lot and like helped me with like doing melodies all you know all the good shit and um yeah so that song when it came out i am like sweating bullets whenever it's getting ready to come out i'm like so no one's ever heard a song with me like just singing on it. And I was like, either going to be like. why I was glad like... you had
0: the video because I had to go watch and I was like, who's doing this? Hey, yeah. You know, and, and uh, I was very curious because listening back to Church Tongue and stuff, I was like, that motherfucker didn't sing in that band. So, right. Um, no, it's very cool. And it does. The reason why I referenced Mastodon is just that melody reminds me of Massa, If you gave it a little, yes. It's got that kind of like eeriness to it with the reverb and a little. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very cool. Um, And it's the thing that I love about it too is. It's something that's achievable to sing along to. I don't mm-hmm. have to be a great singer or be uh, a fucking rocket scientist
2: to sing along to that. And I think no. that's super helpful. Super um, easy. Very easy for me to sing too, which I love. That's great for me.
0: <laughs> well, you know, like even like last, uh, so last night I finally, Jared, uh for Kings now like former drummer, um, he just did a similar thing to Nico where he, he got to like, do a crazy level up. He joined this country artist's band, Co Wetzel. And um, like Co just did shows with Snoop Dogg for 420. That's he hilarious. sells out like <laughs> four to five thousand cap venues in moments. He's huge. Yeah. So last night I see their band play, and for one, it's phenomenal. Like just great. Yeah. It's a country rock thing, so it's a very unique crowd for me. Men and women, both singing, so very passionately. But a lot of the music, you know, this singer he co, he has a beautiful voice. But it's not like he's in our world. People tend to like do like vocal gymnastics or or Olympics, and they're trying to like do the craziest shit ever. For and sure. Then one of his songs is just, and it just went gold. It's, um, drunk driving again gold and it went fucking gold <laughs> yeah. so like stop like people just got to relax and like don't worry about singing the craziest most technical thing what is relatable where even I, when he talks about the song and ends it obviously like with that opening line, he tells everyone like, "Please, if you're going out, if you're drinking tonight, like, be responsible, going home, and stuff like that." It's not. It's a story, you
2: know. What I yeah. Mean? But um, one of my favorite things regarding this, like this, this topic about like singing and like any kind of vocals, and this and this can be about like whatever genre. But uh, I'm a huge John Mayer fan, and you know, I follow everything. Game facts, dude. I am i i am not just like a fan of the music like i would i would let this man tuck me in the bed and read me a story kind of thing um but that was one my thing my he talks about birthday present was my
0: parents got me tickets for john
2: that's so sick but, but one of the things that he talks about uh in an interview with someone this was probably this was somewhat recently and they're like what's a song that you're just so tired of playing and he's like uh, waiting on the world to change, you know, it's like, it's one of his biggest songs. And he's like, but the truth is, is I have to like really go for it to sing that song. Cause it's like a little bit higher and it's just harder. And I wish that wasn't one of my hits. I wish I could just like walk up and go, oh, uh, who says it can't get stone. <laughs> like just like something so simple. And it's like, he definitely has songs that do, specifically that but like dude that shit is gold like something's like i can just sing along to this it's not like it's not crazy but god damn it if it isn't good you know what i mean and like dude. especially when it's like just something super simple and you can relate to it like yeah. even if it is just like fucking like like that song that you were just talking about just like fucking you know, having a beer after work, fucking whatever, fucking boots up on the couch. Like, who fucking cares? You know who feels that every single day? Me, Monday through Friday. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh
0: yeah, no, it's a uh, relatability, man. You know, and it was—it's always a good experience. Another show that was like that for me recently was seeing the story so far headliner recently. They had Joyce Manor, Mom Jeans. And, oh yeah, I saw videos uh, from that it was packed it was huge and uh i saw that band mom jeans play and i you know i didn't know anything about them definitely wrote them off as something um and then seeing them i was like the crowd went crazy yeah. but it was so relatable the lyrics were so relatable the melodies were fun to sing it was just such a good experience where i think our right now people are so caught up in technology and how intricate can I make something? And well, we've done every chord progression and melody and stuff. So how crazy can we get with it? Where at the end of the day, it is a race to just, well, whoever writes the most relatable thing is going to be the most successful. Yeah. Um, You know, that just tends to be the, the case,
2: I think across the board more likely than not yeah absolutely right. um but yeah dude uh i I like that shit a lot and uh so yeah when it when it came to reverence, definitely just like wanted it to be like something pretty easy to sing love- love that you can feel the mastodon vibe in there because yeah. it's definitely what I was going for there, and then I mean, there are other songs on the record where I sing. As well, and it's a lot more. Cool, um, like the last single on this record. That this is that's the one that's like here's the big sell. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, there's there's a lot more singing uh, on some of those other songs, but the record's really heavy <laughs> at, at the same time. Like, like there's yeah, there's a lot of hilarious shit on the record, and I'm. I'm really excited because I I feel like there's going to be so many different vibes coming from the different songs as you go through the record. I'm like, yeah, you could probably get a little bit of something that you like out of it. And if you don't like, if you don't like this portion of the record, skip a skip a track or two, and you'll probably be in an area you do like, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Now, who'd you guys do the the record with?
2: Randy Lebuff Oh, one, Randy, one oh. of the best.
0: Yeah, what a sweetheart. Um, I love wow. Randy. Um, yeah, he's fantastic. Oh, that must have been a really nice experience. Now, was this in the old machine shop or in the new machine shop? Or not, sorry. God damn,
2: why am I calling it the machine shop? Um, graphic nature, graphic whichever, nature. whichever, right? Yeah, so it All was the there in Belleville. And um, we were the second to last band that Randy had there before it was flooded out. So. Oh, okay. So, and and now no one's no one's there now. Nope. Uh, they've got their new their new setup, which looks awesome, and yes. I'm very excited to hopefully return there one day because it looks like it's like out in the woods and stuff. And I'm like that that could be a fun time for being locked up up somewhere for a month to record a record. Yeah, the old spot, that
0: area of Jersey isn't like. You know, there's nothing to really do or get around there. So if I'm gonna be secluded like that, I'd rather be secluded in the woods. Um you know, unless I'm just gonna hop the train and go to the city all the time. But for sure. Which uh,
2: Belleville was super close, but yeah. Right. Um, and there there was one thing that we always did when we were there. There's this gym like three blocks down, signature fitness. This is where you see the like real juiced up, like just massive Hulk smash guys yeah, and you're like whoa (laughs) Um, but we all went there every single day I lost like 15 pounds when we were there because they had a boxing studio in there so I just had a pair of gloves with me and I was like well hell yeah I'm still going to be able to train like while I'm in the studio so I would box. do Do
0: you kickbox what's your thing
2: Muay Thai thai kickbox so like yeah Dude, super fun. Um, well, it, that's like that's like my other passion outside of music is just doing. So you Muay got Thai. some crazy shins. I don't think they're crazy. I <laughs> like I, I. actually like my hips kind of suck. So like I really am just like a leg kick kind of guy. Like maybe a body kick every now and then. Yeah. I think my legs are fine. I'm more of a hands person personally. Okay. Um, but it was dope. Um, cause I just went there and trained every single day and they also had like the steam room and the sauna. So I was like, I'm getting like the, my whole fucking, my thing in before I even went in to like do like any tracking or anything every day. So that yeah. was nice. But now that they're going to be out in the woods, I'm like, I'm just going to hike. Oh, that's very cool though. Um, Muay Thai is intense. Martial it's very routine, intense. Right? It is very, it is very mentally intense. Yes.
0: But it's good to go get your ass kicked and to kick some ass. I think more people could use it. Um, And it's really not that expensive for what you get out of it. It's not.
2: It's really not. And it's like, it's really rewarding. Um, In music, you know, obviously you can tell when you start to get better at something. Uh, whether it's like any of the stringed instruments, drums, doing vocals, whatever. And you can transfer a lot of that into, you can get those same feelings out of martial arts because you can feel yourself get better over time, or you can feel yeah. when you kind of plateau. And it's just kind of crazy. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm about to dip my toes back in. I, when
0: I was a kid, I, I grew up doing martial arts because my mom taught taekwondo and self-defense to women. That's After dope. I got my black belt in Taekwondo when I was like 13 or 14. And, that's uh, fucking sick. That's why I just karate kick on stage.
2: Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> and
0: then I went to theater and I was like, I don't have time for anything other than singing and dancing. Um, and uh, I want to get back into it because the cardio I get on tour is fantastic. I feel for great. sure. Would love to be able to get something closer to that. The spins. Home. The spins and, are the cardio, right? Do You know it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of spin, a lot of just straight up sprinting back and forth like you are just the lowest IQ person in the room. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm the flavor flavor of core. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's a, uh, it's interesting, but yeah, I've been wanting to get back into it. And there's a um, Muay Thai BJJ room um, gym that's a Gracie certified. That's you know near me that I'm going to. Oh, go that to then that's where. great place then. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I just I am less intimidated by muay thai than bjj just because i'm scared that someone's gonna crank my arm and or leg in the wrong direction because they don't like the way i look that day and i can't play guitar or like break my fingers or some shit you know what i mean where at least i'm used to striking and being hit i knew i grew i literally did it my childhood I know what it is like to just be like, no, it's okay. I'm just gonna take this. I'm gonna eat that motherfucker. Right. Break my nose. That's fine. Don't break
2: my fucking fingers, bro. Like, dude. It, it was like two two weeks ago. Um, I was getting. We were getting ready to go onto the mats and you know start our Muay Thai class, but uh, the BJJ class was just finishing up. And as they're on their last drill, I heard this dude's knee just pop and he didn't break it like he's totally fine but it was just this huge pop and he just cranked it and he like he was like oh fuck and it like took him a second to be like okay i can put my whole weight on i'm like that is scary as fuck but very scary
0: i have some friends who um i don't know if you know christian pulgarin from
2: uh currents is a bass player of that band
0: so I, I've met
2: them a day couple of times. Um, so I'm sure that he and I have talked at, him at some point. His
0: both teach BJJ now and are fantastic. I've rolled with him and I enjoyed doing it with him because uh, he'll, you know, he goes to a limit, you know, he's not, For he, sure. could, he could flex on me. If he wanted to flex on me and he's sure. purposefully won't, you know? and <laughs> Yeah. And so I was going to go to a gym with him. Because they like currents and fit for a king, and I was like, "Oh, if they like my band, they won't kick my ass that bad." Like, right? You know, they'll just kind of kick my ass and like teach me, and that's okay. Like I'm ready to learn. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just gonna go to this new one and just just stick with 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 doing Muay Thai classes because I just the more I, I've thought about it, you know, I only w- I want to learn BJJ, but I have to roll with someone I trust because if I fucking can't work because of Go into class. Dude. Gonna, I will hate myself.
2: So, yeah. Much. And, a, and a Gracie school is like the best place that you can get exactly that from. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want to real, I want to learn from the real deal people. Like, you know, someone that understands like this is not a macho man show. This is, this is an art.
2: Um, Absolutely.
0: But for people listening, don't be a pussy. Go get your ass kicked you uh, should ev-
2: everyone me. listening should learn how to get some striking and get some grappling in because yeah. you never know what people are capable of and you never know when you're going to need it well and it's it's funny the little things where
0: you know there was like an instance on this last tour and you know we're playing i see this guy go out and crowd surf which is great he crowd surfs back to the stage and i expect him to just like run off and run behind me and then, like, thirty seconds later, all of a sudden, I get bumped in the back while I'm singing, and I see my uh, my guitar tech and my photographer like fighting with this dude and trying to like get him off stage, and he's like fighting against them and he's trying to stay on stage and whatever. So I stop singing. I just put him in a headlock, and I just throw him off stage. Yeah. And it's just so instinctual to just be like, no, I'm the first thing I'm gonna do. I'm going to choke you and I'm going to own, I control your body now. I have yeah. your head, like I have your back, I have your head. What are you, what are you going to flail your arms back at me? You know, it's just, now this is done. This is settled. Don't just don't. And it's a, a healthy thing for people to learn. That was my mother and my father always wanted me to have that. And my mom uh, just felt she so passionate about teaching other women how to be able to do that and how to be able to feel more comfortable
2: in the everyday setting, you know? Yeah. um, I mean, that, that is absolutely huge. And even in that regard, like I tell my wife who is, you know, she's five, five hundred twenty pounds. I'm like, please learn something. She she has a
0: sword. She, she, she does have a, she does have and we have
2: our car knife, car knife, 15 inch blade, like, you know, scary stuff. But, Um, no, like it's, it it is, it is specifically, I like that you said that it's healthy for people to just like be able to learn that because like you, you can a get your, get a great experience out of it just for yourself. And like, you can get great community and everything out of like going to a gym, but like in the real life scenario where you like actually just need to employ it, like your ability to defuse a situation is like pretty key. And, um, you know, it, it it's kind of strange, like how easy it is to end up in a scenario where you're like, I think I'm about to have to take someone out on tour and yeah. it's all, and it could be just like something that happens on stage. I almost jumped off stage, uh, at one point on our last tour. Uh, cause, uh, when Tom, our guitar player ran out into the crowd, um, and like was kicking motherfuckers. <laughs> this guy like started wrestling with him, and I thought yeah, I've he was seen that fighting. guitar
0: player Mosh
2: is with his guitar on, right? Yeah, he's fucking insane. He goes like full monkey mode and just climbs on shit, or will like hang from stuff. Yeah, you literally never know what he's oh, going to do. Cool, I love it. I, I appreciate someone who's willing to get weird. Yeah, it's yeah. very fun. And this guy, th- it turns out, this guy was like totally down and like was just like fucking with Tom. But I, not knowing 100% what was going on, was watching. And I started to run off, and then I saw Tom smile. And I was like, everything has to be fine, I yep. think. But yep. I was like, Gugh. or there's the ever-ongoing war with sound guys. And you just never know who's going to, you know, I had be the extra I had, bad.
0: I had one thing with a monitor guy once. And I... I that time was going to kill this person and I got put in a chokehold by my friend so that way I didn't not like a bad one just like a hey fucking just do not <laughs> and uh, yeah and then it bothered me for so long that the next time I played that venue and saw that person I talked to them and I apologized because I was like I'm sorry you, <laughs> you really made me mad but I did not want to fucking kill you um, it was interesting. Yeah, I have, I dwell on things so bad, of conversations, interactions, like, you know, I'm trying to keep my karma wheel in the green, like, yeah, <laughs> on yeah, the time, you know? like, it's, a, it's very interesting um, when you are on tour, because there are those days too, where, you know, it is either, you know, looking out for your buddy, or, you know, you're fucking burnt, you've been on the road for fucking five weeks, six weeks, and you're yep. just... The wrong thing, wrong time, wrong day, wrong person. Uh, Dude, absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting, man. But, you know, to wrap this up, because sorry, I have to keep it on the shorter side. Oh, today. no, you're totally yeah. fine. My mom and dad are coming to see my new apartment for the first time. Woohoo! And, and I love um, that for you. Thank you. I'm very excited. Uh, they're sleeping over for two days so we can go look at comic books and go shopping and shit. That's so my, sick as fuck. My dad is the coolest nerd ever. Um Very stoked.
2: That's but, fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, I am very excited Thank you um, Dude, one, congratulations again on like Your life, getting married, joining this band Like having all this cool shit going on for you Because I appreciate you I think that like uh, some people seem to have noted for you But it's cool that you and Nico both Seems like the good energy that you both carry with each other And in your life has rewarded you and that you you are meant to be doing something and blessed with the opportunity to continue pursuing your art and putting it out there into the world and I think that that is a blessing for the listener as well as for yourself so congratulations on all that and uh very stoked to see what Vatican accomplishes this year.
2: Hell yeah. Um, yeah, thank you so much. It's uh it's all about gratitude and gratitude is at a high right now. So right. shit oh, is yeah, good. Yeah. Um so we got the record
0: coming out in uh June 17th 15th, 17th and uh, right now where can everyone get pre-orders is it uh, up on unified is it up on church on um sorry on Vatican's website where we got it
2: uh we got it on our website we've got it on our socials you know Lincoln bio kind of vibe uh it's on the unified page uh you know on their website um yeah pre-order the record you can pre-order an apple the website whatever i would like to hold a hundred dollars on the day of june 17th when that happens yes (laughs) i love it dude that's so sick man i
0: i will have to go and get a little pre-order action for it myself everyone else don't be a stupid bitch go do it there's also a new track that is out right now ultra gold super fucking good and um yeah the uh, video for reverence go check that out too it's Please. fucking phenomenal yes. and
2: so is the video. It's so cool. Video um, is so cool. I can are- I feel like I can say that without no. shame.
0: <laughs> no. And um I love by the way I didn't note on this the during the interview, the Vatican VR thing. I think it's super cool. And you guys really are creating like a an a world, some imagery and this like visualization that goes along with your band and That's it's so goal. unique um, and so different from what a lot of other bands are offering in today's environment so just it's sick man I'm a big fan and uh, hopefully we get to cross paths and play some shows together one of these days
2: fuck yeah we would be down that'd be yeah. very
0: awesome well dude I hope you had a good time getting tucked and hang on one second so I can properly say goodbye to you off the air but thanks for being on the show pal yes absolutely anytime
1: alright you sick
0: sons of bitches Yes, that was the show thank you to mike for being my guest and congrats on the record it's fan fucking tastic everyone go listen to it or purchase it now ultra out on unified you can find it through unfd or through vatican everywhere on the internet just don't be a bitch go buy it go buy a vinyl or something come on now next up is jack of slaughter to prevail can't wait to show you guys this conversation huge fan of that band hope you have a great week oh and uh by the way gonna start recording the new off-road minivan album this week uh friday actually so can't wait gonna see adam from gatherers we're doing it together with him it's gonna be fucking awesome and as always
1: good time!